Hey guys, uh, so Daniel here with uh, Mark. Basically, um, yeah, this is just a bunch of, going to be a bunch of guys talking about whatever the we talk about. And um, we're going to be drinking. So basically, this is going to start with us drinking and it's going to end when uh, we just are too drunk to figure out what the hell we're saying. More or less. So, so um, yeah, we're uh, we're gonna let you guys name this podcast. Um, right now, it's the unnamed podcast. Uh, figure we'll let you guys talk about this and uh, see what you think. See what kind of name you can come up with. Uh, give us some suggestions, and we'll, uh, we'll take it into consideration. So basically, guys, the reason we started this podcast is a lot of people always ask us, "What is it veterans talk about?" And there's so many ways you can do it, but you kind of get in trouble if you put your name out there and shit, or if people see you on a video, leadership likes to make big deals over our shit. But we wanted to kind of just give people an idea of what veterans talk about when we're in our spare time. So we talk about pretty much anything. I don't think there's anything we don't talk about. We talk about a lot of fucked up shit that most people probably would be afraid to talk about, but... Yeah, I mean, that's, that's definitely going to happen, especially after we start drinking. Like, we're going to talk about some fucked up shit. It's just... May start even before we start. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, it's just a thing. It's a fact of veteran life and army life in general. Um, whether you just joined or you've been in for a while, like, you instantly learn the fucked up aspect of it. Um... Like my, so, my first introduction to one of the guys in, in my unit. Walk in, this guy's talking about having a dead hooker zip tied in his bed in his bedroom in the what barracks. The fuck? Yeah, yeah. So he literally says he's gonna have a dead hooker zip tied in his barracks, like zip tied up to his bed, like bondage style and shit. And he's going to, like, sell her off. What the fuck? Throughout the barracks, like, <laughs> 10 for this, 20 for this, 30 for this. Once she's been used up, he's going to chop her up into pieces, throw her in her trunk, take her, take her out to his back, to, to the back 40 of the post, and just dump her off somewhere. <laughs> Holy shit, that sounds like something Stang would do. Like... This is this is within thirty minutes of me being in the unit. <laughs> so I'm a brand new private. I'm thinking, what the fuck did I just walk into? Like, this dude is crazy. My first, goddamn, who was? Well, now we can't put down too many names on here. Uh, uh this was Dirty Sprite. <laughs> We'll call so, him Dirty Sprite. Yeah, we don't want to give out... We can't give out names because people people narrow it down, so we're going to use a first-name basis on this podcast. We're going to... Actually, what we want to do is we actually want to extend the conversation. We're, we're going to talk about all of our fucked-up shit, but we also want to hear like what you guys want to hear us talk about. We only got two people for the podcast right now, but we're going to add more people as the podcast grows. Yeah, we've got a few people uh, in mind. Here's uh, a couple people lined up. Um, like Mark said, we're going to... We want to hear from you guys, hear what you want to hear us talk about. Um, anything is up 
for debate. Uh, there, there, no options are off the table right now. We will debate any sensitive topic. We will give you our honest opinions. Oh, you know what? I'm going to jump topics here. The mod first. Here's a deb- <laughs> this is the best one, best debatable topic I've ever heard. Sergeant Scrag asked us, "Fuck." Uh, Andy asked us on the. Pl- <laughs> Andy asked us. Holy on the- shit! You failed, dude. I uh, know. Like, we're gonna have we're to- not even four minutes. Okay, we're four thirty in. Four yeah. minutes and thirty seconds in. Andy asked us on deployment. He said to us, "We're sitting in the thing." He's like, "Here's a question for you: Is, is it gay if you shove a flashlight up a dude's ass and fuck it?" And we're and I don't I, I don't think that would technically be gay. Okay, so my take on this is: first of all, you got your hands within any kind of a remote distance of another guy's asshole. Wait, doctors do that all the time. Isn't that gay? We're not doctors. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, medics aside. I think it would it wouldn't be gay if if the platoon medic did this or the company medic us well okay our job description kind of includes several gay moments so maybe not but army wide yeah, I'm gonna say that's probably a little gay. Uh, I mean, like, all right, hang on. Let me refill my drink. Mark will be back in a moment. Asshole decided to just up and walk out without saying anything to anybody. Hang on, let me. Uh, he had to refill on the go juice. We will be drinking. Hearing these podcasts, uh, one of the best ways to get veterans to talk about shit is to have them drink. Yeah, that's that's definitely a fact. Like, yeah, but here's the thing: like, I think about it though. I mean, like, obvious. I don't, I don't see how it really. Because I mean, like, technically, it's not gay because your penis makes no contact with his asshole at any time. Oh, okay, but like, at like, the same time, like, like if it was a dude's ass shoved inside a du- dude's ass flashlight shoved in a dude's ass, then I'd say that's pretty gay. But it's a female vagina, so the only pleasure you're getting is of if you were fucking a female. Except that you have the same debate, the same argument for a condom. Exactly, no yes. Contact, no yes. contact is being made. I mean, that's So a, is it still gay? I mean, that's a little different, because you're... Your dick is actually going inside his asshole. In this case, your dick's just going inside the flashlight. No, technically your dick's just going inside the condom. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's the only thing separating you from that dude's asshole is just a tiny-ass thin layer of plastic. Whereas with a flashlight... Flashlight! It's yeah, a tiny-ass thin layer. Dude, there's thick. There's thick. And it's like, it's a female vagina. So you're not, like, enjoying this dude's asshole. You're enjoying the, the female vagina, though. So like, My question you, is, why would you shove a flashlight into a guy's asshole? Well, that's not the point. With? The point is, is whether is he gay or not. That's all it is. Well, if if I'm going to answer the question of whether it's gay or not, I need to know the context of the question. Well, don't worry about it. It's just if you shove a flashlight like, up what is, his asshole. What is precluding this question? Why is Why did this question come about? <laughs> I have no idea. We were all riding in Like, the is this a personal experience kind of thing? Or? I mean, Andy's pretty much a sadist. I'm going to say that. Oh, I'm well aware. I... 
<laughs> his wife even says that about it, which is kind of creepy, actually, because I don't know what kind of shit he's into. Probably some fucked up shit. Uh, yeah. yeah, so that's another thing. Are you into that shit like BDSM and whatnot? I am definitely not into that. I don't know how, like, this is... Okay, so this is another thing I've always wondered. Women always said, like, getting raped is the most horrifying thing ever, which I imagine it probably is, but they always said, like, they fantasize about it, like, oh, yeah, I love getting strangled or something. I love getting beat up. I love whips and chains. Yeah. But it's just, like, when the event actually happens, they're like, oh, my God, it's, it's so terrifying horrifying. and traumatic and just... But yet they love, ruins their you know, lives. Like, I love it when guys just hit me during sex. I love being strangled and shit. It's so weird. Yeah, uh, which uh, on the opposite aspect of that, there are guys that are the same way. I, which and I used to turn guys very loosely because pretty sure they're faggots. But yeah, if you fantasize about being raped, you're not probably a faggot. Uh, not, not like women, but if a guy fantasizes about being raped, yeah, he's probably a faggot. Yeah. I mean, whether by male or female, like, that's just an insult to your manhood. I don't know, like, I don't even know how guys can be raped by women. <laughs> I, I mean, that's, that's... Okay. You've seen some of, some of the prospects at the bar. Yes. Yes, totally. So we have a local bar we call the local water hole. I'm not going to give you names so we don't give away our demographics. But there's a lot of females there. It's called the local water hole, and these bitches are fat. And I mean fat. I was talking with one a few weeks ago, and I just told myself, if I just keep drinking, maybe she'll get hot. And she didn't. She did definitely did not, so I stuck her on Kyle. And I told her Kyle was an amazing dancer. He was like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. But, anyway, regardless, point being, like... I feel like that would definitely constitute rape. Like, especially the one you were talking about. Like, I was looking for Jonah. Who? Jonah, like, from the Bible, Jonah? No, no, no. Because I'm pretty sure that was the whale that swallowed him. (laughs) Oh, you mean that fat bitch I was talking to? Yes. I wasn't really talking to her. Actually, the the guys. It was You were talking to the guys? No, 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 no. The guys I was with... Like, this one dude was kind of like... I'm pretty sure he was talking to the guys. Hang on. I was talking with my guys that I was with. Dead silence. Oh, I'm answering a Snapchat. Sorry. Unfortunately, we can't give you guys our Snapchats because that's getting way too personal. But anyway, no, 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 so the guys I was with, this one dude, he, I don't know what it is about this one, this one NCO who I was deployed with, he was there and he was like trying to hit on this fat bitch, and so naturally the two other guys I was with, they were with him as well, and so I just come over like, hey guys, what are you up to, and they're like, oh, we're talking to these two girls. One of them was really cute though, she had amazing boobs, Ugh. maybe that's why I was talking to her. Probably. But no, I was just there because I was like, I don't know how to dance, and I don't know anybody else here, so it's like when you're in a bar and you don't know anybody, you naturally just hang out with your friends. So I was over there, and it's these two fat bitches, and one of them claims, she's like, oh yeah, I'm a history buff, I know everything about history, which I was, that was a personal challenge, because I love, and she was like, fuck you, bitch, I'm going to show you who knows history better. Turns out this bitch knew nothing about history, she's just lying like every girl does. But that's the only reason I was talking to her. Yeah, I fucking hate that. Women, I don't know why women do this. Women will always lie, and you, you they'll, they'll like, they'll say like, your cologne smells amazing, what is it? And you tell them the brand, like, oh yeah, yeah, that's what I thought it was. It's like, no, you fucking don't. You don't even know what brand this is. Dude, I kid you not. I kid you not. I have totally 
had a girl ask me that shit. I made up some random ass shit. Told her that's what it was. She's like, oh yeah, I saw that the other night. Bitch, no, you didn't. No, I you fucking just, didn't. I did just you, made that shit up. Did you tell her that? Yes. Yes, I would so do I that. I straight up told her, no, you fucking didn't, you goddamn liar. I don't know why. So this is another thing. I've, ne- I've never understood why it is, like, when you ask someone, like, have you ever heard of this? People don't know what you're talking about, but they just say, oh, yeah, yeah, I totally know what that is. It's like, why the fuck would you lie about it? What's the point? I don't know. Like, that makes no f- sense to me. Like, me, if if I just had no clue what you're talking about, never fucking heard of it. If it kind of sounds familiar, but I still don't know if I've actually heard of it or not, You'll just yeah. say that. I'll say, yeah, I've sound, it sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll just be like, it sounds like, I, I just say like, it sounds like it might be familiar, but it probably isn't. That's what I say, or like if someone says like, you remember this movie and this scene and so many people, so many women will be just like, oh yeah, yeah, I've totally seen it. It's like, no, you fucking haven't. Uh, well, to be fair, uh, there's, I've, I've talked to a lot of guys that have done the same thing. Like, well, I mean, yeah, I'm not just singling out guys. My brother's but, bad. My brother is terrible about it. Hey, you remember this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that didn't happen. Oh. I mean, I used to be that guy, too. I used to always be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I just, but it's just like, it's it's like I give zero fucks. I don't know why I used to do it, but now it's just like I give zero fucks. If I don't know what someone's talking about, I just tell them. Honestly, I think a lot of it's about acceptance and just getting them to accept you as being part of the group. It's, I don't know why people do that. It's like that new private who tries to fit in all the time. Yes. The one that always gets fucked up for yes. doing that shit. So, literally, we had one guy on deployment. We literally told him, he started, everyone in the platoon was dipping, like dipping tobacco. Yeah, that's actually another thing for you people listening. Like, tobacco is one of the most number one products you'll always find in the army. You will always find somebody who uses tobacco in some way, shape, or form, especially dip or cigarettes, but especially dip. But, like, he started dipping because everyone's like, oh, everyone in the platoon dips. And I keep telling him, I was like, dude, don't start dipping, dude. You're going to get addicted. And he's like, no, 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 dude. I'm going to quit when I get back. And sure as shit, guess what happens? And that faggot was only deployed for two for 55 days, not even two months. And he starts dipping, like, a month into the... We had, like, a month left in deployment, and he starts dipping. And it's like, dude, you've got to quit. It's like, I don't know who the fuck you are trying to impress by. Dude, I'm not trying to impress him. I was like, no, you, you're fucking are. You're doing it to fit in, dude. And sure as shit, we get back from deployment, and he is addicted to dip. I was right. like, you are such a piece of shit, dude. You spent all this time trying to get accepted, and now you got a, an addiction. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? All right, before I get into this conversation, because it, I am very personally related to it, I uh, have to get more alcohol. <laughs> we also, like, we wanted to let you guys name this, but people, we really want to, we're here for the audience, folks, and I was like, it may, I have a feeling it's probably going to take a while before this podcast, like, becomes, um... Like to the point where many people are aware of it and like to listen to it, but really we're we want to do as much as we can for our listeners. Like we want to give our listeners something fun to to listen to. Like you know, like if you're driving on a long vacation or something, a big road trip, or if you're like sitting on a plane or you're waiting in the airport, you know, you're just doing whatever. You know, you're waiting for something and you want like something cool to listen to. That's the type of content we want to deliver to you guys. So Daniel's getting his drink and whatnot. Just just so you're aware, probably not. Uh, I'm just going to say this: these uh, podcasts are probably not going to be uh, family-oriented. No, definitely not. So hide your wife, hide your kids. I mean, you know, I really have to hide your wife. Just, just, does that count as more of the fucked up shit we talk about? <laughs> we want to give, like, an entertainment because so many people are afraid to touch certain topics, 
And we're always like, why the fuck? I mean, like, just because this is a debatable topic doesn't mean you can't discuss it, but also we want to bring, like, really funny humor, because, I mean, like, we all have a fucked up sense of humor that we love to talk about, so. So it's all for you guys. Hey, you know, sometimes I think everybody has a fucked up sense of humor, which means their sense of humor isn't really fucked up. It's normal. Yeah, it's, no- it's normal. But people like to hide that, and that I don't understand the concept of. What do you why mean? Hide it. Oh, why hide that you secretly like to talk about fucked up shit? Exactly. Yeah. Here's the. I mean, the best way to talk to fucked up shit is go get on Urban Dictionary. You'll find some really fucked oh, up shit there. Urban Dictionary is amazing. Actually, we're going to do that on this podcast. Actually, we are going to hop on Urban Dictionary or right after we finish discussing this uh, topic. All right. Well, I guess we're doing this. Um. So the nicotine thing. No, the whole fit trying to do shit to fit in and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. Uh, um, so, you've always got the private. Brand new dude, been in for, been in the army for a whole fucking 30, 45 minutes. And Comes by that, in, we mean like a couple weeks. Yeah, a couple weeks. He's been out of basics, so he's at, he's got four months in, but he's only been in the unit for a couple of weeks. To some of us... That's like 30 minutes, man. Like, you you don't even know who the fuck you are, let alone anybody else. Exactly. Or what the fuck you're doing. And at that point, there's always the private that's just like, Hey, I'm going to f- try to fit in so I don't get fucked up. So, which, by that I mean, somebody's going to smoke the shit out of you, make you do push-ups until you die. So... Generally, that's what we're going to mean when we say somebody's getting fucked up at work. Um, so, there's always a private that is scared to death of physical training to the point that they will do anything to fit in with the guys that have been around a minute. And not only does it make them look use the restroom, folks. absolutely retarded because of the simple fact that they'll do anything it makes them look weak makes them look weak as fuck because they're not man enough to stand there and take the punishment for getting an answer wrong but at the same time they're not confident enough in their own manhood to stand up and be an individual and instead they have to fit in with the crowd we have like a yeah, so that's just me. Per- I don't like it. I don't see why because it's like I respect someone so much more who just says no, I don't agree with that, or just simply says like, "Dude, you got to dip," and he's like, "No, I'm not dipping, dude." And when like everyone's like, "No, dude, you got to chew tobacco," which I don't know why people do that. Like, dude, you got to dip tobacco. And he's like, "No, I'm not doing that, guys. Stop it. Just stop trying to push me into that shit." And then it's like I respect that guy so much more than the guy who's like, "Oh yeah, I'll try to dip." I mean, it's really funny when you give a brand new private like a thing a dip and he thinks he can handle it and then five minutes and later... And then he gets run, six yeah, bucks he and he's six. throwing up all over the place. I laugh at that. It's awesome. It's funny it's as hilarious. fuck. It's funny as fuck, but it's just like when he's like... To do that, like fucking with a new guy, that's fun to fuck with the new guy, but then it's like when you're forcing him to do something and he says like, no, I'm not doing that because I know how dangerous it is, then it's like... I totally respect that. Yeah, I do too. But and and I'm, and I'm not talking about us fucking with the new dicks where we, we do just that all the time. We where always. we're just like, all right, dude, if you can put this dip in for thirty minutes, 
you'll, you'll be cool with the, with the rest of the guys. And give him half a fucking can knowing he's never <laughs> dipped in his life. Like, you know that dude's going to be sick in 12 seconds. If that. The whole point is just like we just fuck with them. So here's a new, here's a piece of advice for you guys. Who, if any of you are thinking about joining the Army and you want to know what life is, the best example I can give you, like, everyone always wonders, like, how do I fit in with the new unit? And the honest answer I can give you is, like, don't do anything to try to fit in. Like, the best way you can fit in with the guys is literally to just... Be yourself and drink with them. Like, I found drinking. There's a common bond you find with people. There is. Like, drinking is the best way to bond with people, I Because you lose your natural inhibitions of of talking to people and everything that restricts you from socially accepting someone, just about all of that you lose when you start drinking because you stop thinking about that shit. And here's the thing, like, when you drink, people say, like, that's not the real me, I'm not really like that. I say that's bullshit. Alcohol just brings out what's really inside. Exactly. So when people say, like, if someone, like, gets drunk and they're all like, fuck you, dude, they're like, get up in people's face, they pick a fight, it's like, no, that's who you really are. Yeah. Maybe just, it's just because you're sober, just you're angry afraid motherfucker and you need anger management. Exactly. Alright, I'm, so, I'm on, um... So I'm actually on Urban Dictionary right now, and there's some fucked up shit on here. So, wait, what? So we're going to switch the topic here, but anyway, that's the piece of advice for you guys if you're thinking about joining the Army, because unless you're an officer, which I really don't recommend going in as an officer, um, I kind of recommend you all go to the Green and Gold, which is come in as an enlisted and then go to OCS, which is Officer Candidate School, and get your uh, officer that way. You'll learn a whole lot more, and you'll have a lot more respect. And you'll have a level of common sense that very few officers actually have. Yeah, by the way, uh, Mark and I hate officers. <laughs> There's a uh, few good ones, though. There's a, there are a few good ones. I have I have a few that I that I actually respect. Most of them I have zero respect for because they say some of the dumbest shit I've yeah. ever heard in my life. And don't get us wrong, like we don't hate them just simply because they're officers. What we hate is that they think their rank means they're smart. It's like, no one fucking does it. They're like, I went to college, so I'm obviously smart, and I know how to work in the infantry. It's like, no, you don't, motherfucker. I went to college, and yeah. I'm in the enlisted, and I don't know shit. And I'm like, like, especially... I actually graduated college the same as you, motherfucker. The only difference is, is I just don't... I wasn't given the highest level of respect that the Army has to offer someone, which is a salute, and called sir, and put in charge of guys who've been in for 20 years. Yeah, I mean, especially with... Like a brand new lieutenant. Like, really, dude, you're going to tell me about being infantry when my boots have more deployment time than you have time in service? Holy shit. Yeah, there you go. Like, these boots have seen more action than you have. Exactly. Like, I still have Afghanistan in my boots. You should see my boots from Afghanistan. They are fucked up. Like, they've got tears. The soles are cracked in half. I will oh, yeah. carry those boots the rest of my life. Yeah, I still have mine, and they are not going anywhere. They're like actually, I have them in my storage unit, and I'm holding on to those. Like exactly. that is that is a sentimental thing, and I don't give a fuck if, if somebody thinks it's gay or not. Like that is that holds sentimental value to me. I still have my deployment uniforms, and I'm going to put them in the closet. And you know, like when I have a family and whatnot, their kids are going to say, "Like, Daddy, what's this?" And say, "Well, that's the uniform I wore when I went to war when I was in the Afghanistan war." So. Alright, so we're going to switch topics here. I mean, the whole thing is just to give you all focus. For those of you guys who are in ROTC, I want to let you know, you guys are commissioned, you are not anointed. So the best piece of advice if you guys are looking for it, like how to, how to, what's the best way to handle it, is literally let your platoon sergeant do whatever he wants. 
Your job is only, like, if it doesn't involve a spreadsheet, like, fuck off. The smartest thing I've ever heard a lieutenant say, the uh, smartest thing I've ever heard of any officer saying was uh, another platoon in my company, uh, that platoon's PL, the platoon leader, he said, what do I need to know anything about land navigation for? I have squad leaders for that. Like, holy shit, that is the smartest thing I've ever fucking heard. It was. Because it's like, holy shit, an officer saying he doesn't know shit, but that's why he has enlisted soldiers for him. And he's like, really, I don't need to know this because the squad leaders take care of it for me. So, any of you ROTC, JROTC guys, take notes on that. You have squad leaders and platoon sergeants that know the job better than you. Use them. <laughs> Okay, so we're getting ready to jump topics. All right, I want an Urban Dictionary. I literally just went to the Urban Dictionary homepage. So it says, like... A scheistgeist? Hang on, let me see. Scheistgeist? The smell left over when you shit in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) What the... Okay. Oh, yeah, scheistgeist. I think it stands for shit. Yeah, it does. It literally says... Ghost shit. Yeah, it's the German word for shit ghost. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... (laughs) About this. I always spray air freshener on the toilet when I take a shit in there. It just That's reeks. a little weird, dude. No, have you ever taken a shit that was so bad that you made yourself, like, you were taking your shit and you're like, oh, like, oh, God, that reeks. Oh, and it's your own no. shit. No, dude, so, wait. So, I just got back from being out in the woods since Tuesday morning. So, three days. Well, so this no, is This is Tuesday, Friday night. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and... Yeah, three, three and a half days. Up until last night, I hadn't taken a shit since Monday. Are <laughs> you serious, dude? Hey, when you're out in the field, man, MREs, they back you up. MREs, so the one thing about MREs that I, I never understood, like, you will take a shit with MREs and you will be wiping forever. For days. Like, you can go through a whole roll of toilet paper and you will never, like, wipe all the shit out of your Wet asshole. wipes, dude. Wet wipes. Yo, I they ate are M- magic. I ate an MRE. I don't remember which one it was, but I literally ate an MRE on deployment, and I literally shit my pants. Like, the next day I had a fart, and I was just like, oh, this feels like it's going to be a great fart, and I just shoved it out. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh, my God. Not a fart. I was like, Not did I fart. really? I had to, like, waddle. That was, that was like one of the most depressing moments in my life. It's like, I'm 26 years old, and I just shit my pants. I had to waddle to the On purpose. On purpose. I had to waddle to the bathroom. No, not the bathroom, the outhouse. I Waddle to the shit house, and I'm wipe. I'm in the shit house for maybe 45 minutes, trying to wipe my asshole, wipe the shit off of my PT shorts. Then I waddle. oh my god, yeah. Then I waddle back to my room. I had to waddle back to my room, change into another pair of PT shorts, and that was just to wear to go to the shower so I could wash my ass off and everything, get that stench off. And then I had to go throw those PT shorts away. Then the PT shorts that I wore to the shower, I had to go throw those in the dirty hamper. Oh my god! This was like an hour and a half, and it's all because of an MRE. Like, should, it was like it was like this is one of the most depressing, degrading moments. Like when you like when you're master, like when you're jerking off and you accidentally jizz and it hits you like in the face or something. You're like, oh fuck! I, I've never had that happen. Well, you're obviously ain't trying hard enough, dude. Uh, no, I just know where how to aim. 
<laughs> Y'all remember the first time I masturbated, I jerked off with my hands, like doing it this way with my this actually blew the load over my shoulder and hit the wall behind me. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know the first time. It's like the first time you use cocoa butter when you jerk off. <laughs> Yo, you could always tell who jerked off the most on deployment by how much cocoa butter they they be buying. They'd always say like, "Oh, dude, my feet are so callous." It's like, "Holy fuck, dude, you've gone through three of those in the past month." Yeah, it, which those were actually the good nights when my and, and we was weren't even dismounted. Like, how <laughs> your feet fucked up? You've been sitting in the gunner's seat the entire deployment. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We had one guy who was literally he would jerk off. Every single time he was alone, like we would be in the room, we'd be in his room. Like for those of you who don't know what deployments like for us, I was in living in a shipping container, and the shipping container had like an AC unit and a couple of lights, and they would stack those together, and that's how they made. That's what our rooms were made out of. I mean, they were actually pretty comfortable for two people, but it was really small. It was a ten by ten by I think five foot, no, ten by six. See, we had ten feet long by six feet wide. We had those uh, at the cop that we went to. For a cup for like fourteen days, um, in the area that we were in, uh, it was actually pretty fun. Like I actually enjoyed the shit out of that area. Like I loved it. It felt like a real deployment. Nothing happened, which pissed me off. Yeah. But it actually felt like deployment supposed to feel like. Like the base that I was at, I hated it. It pissed me off because I felt like I was. At an Air Force base somewhere. Like, everything was just there. Like, it was nice. And I don't feel like deployment's supposed to be like that. Like, I oh, feel like you should be in the shit. I mean, I do too. But anyway, we're getting off topics. So anyway, back to what we were talking about. I had this guy on uh, the phone. guys. Yeah, anyway. Well, no, we're a little... That's a little too far back. We had this guy on deployment, like, literally, he would jerk off no matter what. Like, we were in his room one night, and we were just literally watching a movie because he had, like, brought his TV and Xbox, and so we set up we set up the, a movie to watch. We set up, like, I don't remember what movie we watched, but anyway, we were watching this movie, and we're all in there laughing. I can't remember what. It was one of those comedy films, and we're just laughing at everything, and then all of a sudden, he opens up, like, his poncho that he had hanging in front of his bed. He's like, holy fuck, guys, I'm trying to masturbate. Shut up! And we're like, Jesus, fuck, dude, we're in here! And one day we looked at the side of his bed. This motherfucker is literally jerking off into, like, jerking off onto him, and he's wiping it with his hands and just smothering it on the side of his bed. That's beyond disgusting. It was disgusting. Like, this guy was jerking off all the time, and he was always going through cocoa butter. Like, you can always, like, always cocoa butter all the time. Like, if you go through cocoa butter, like, it would be like, it's like, dude, holy fuck, that's the third cocoa butter thing you've bought in the last month. It's like, dude, my feet are so cracked. It's like, obviously not, dude. My feet are cracked and I'm not using that much cocoa butter. Like, I've had the same thing of cocoa butter for the past two months. You've gone through three in one month. But literally, oh. like, this guy, this, guy, this guy named Tristan, like, I was in the tower with him one night in the guard tower. And I had to leave to go fill some sandbags. I'm gone maybe ten minutes. Ten minutes. And I come back and he's like, I already jerked off, dude. I was like, what the fuck, man? I was like, where the fuck did you wipe it? And so I just wiped it on the back of the chair you were sitting on. And I jump out of my chair and I was like, what the fuck, dude? And he's like, yeah, I just jerked off into my hand and then just smothered it onto the back of your chair. <laughs> and I look on the back of my wooden, because we had chairs made out of plywood. And I look and there's literally just this wet stain on the back of the chair. And I'm like, oh, gross. Dude, you are a disgusting <laughs> fucker. At least if you're going to do that, do that over the side of the wall so it just, you know, spills out into the sand. Right, or something, Jesus Christ. I know. Well, we had a dude in another platoon, Tyler, that actually... 
Twist? Or which one's Tyler? Well, hang on, hang on. Hold hang on. on. Just for uh, for security purposes. Yeah, we can't actually we're, mention we're, our... We we're can't write this down. We can't... Um, we can't say shit, a lot of shit on here, folks. We cannot mention last names because if we mention last names, that's how leadership knows who we're talking about. On there. I knew you were going to say that. Yes, I knew it. I knew it. I knew that's who it was. Okay. Yeah. So, Tyler gets caught. I am pretty sure it was by his PL. In the bathroom of our housing. The bathroom? What, like the... The, the door bed? didn't... Well, doesn't lock, right? Yeah. So, it's like the middle of the day. They're on QRF or some something. I don't remember exactly what it was. The lieutenant comes through. Goes to open the door. Catches Tyler. Pants down. Hand on the stick. Facing the door that doesn't <laughs> lock because it's <we're> retarded. <laughs> And there's this expression on his face like, uh, I don't really know what to do here. Can you just, uh, sir, can you close the door? Hey, hey, like hey sir, can you close that door? There's a draft. Yo, Tyler, is just, Tyler has gotten the most fucked up shit. Like, he literally went three months without having sex and somehow got chlamydia. Yeah. Is there more to that story that he didn't I'm not say? sure how much I believe that story. There's no way you can go three months without having sex and somehow get chlamydia three months after you've had sex. Because when you get chlamydia, because I had chlamydia, and for those of you listening, like, if like if you don't have chlamydia in the army, like, you're obviously not trying enough, but you will get chlamydia in the army if you're fucking army chicks. It's just a fact of nature, but it's a simple fix. Which is why I've never had chlamydia. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I had chlamydia my first month in the army <laughs> because I fucked some chick that was, uh, I met at, Cal- I met at, um, I met at a replacement company when I went there. I'd known her like a month. She was some ghetto ass whore, and she was black. And so the the yeah yeah. Not, I don't know. I'm, being ra- I know. I'm not saying that to be racist. It's just like it's like no she was some, no no. I just she was some ghetto whore. With it, man, I just take it hard left field. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, and I fucked her like a month after I saw her. And instantly, I have chlamydia. Like we go to JRTC, and my dick just starts burning. I'm like, why does my dick like itch slash burn? And then I try to jerk off or piss. And we're just like, oh, that stings. He's like, god damn, that stings. <laughs> so anyway, so I go to uh, I go to sick call. And even the lieutenant, the lieutenant at sick call is like, yeah, you definitely have chlamydia. And they do the test, and then it's like, they're like, here, just uh, take this pill and take this shot in the ass, and you'll be fine. And three weeks later, it's like I'm dripping constantly. It hurt. It hurt. And then I go back and finally the chlamydia is gone and they give me an antibiotic and finally takes it away. But I had it my first month in the army and squat and um, Tyler says like, oh, I haven't fucked a chick in three months, but somehow I have chlamydia. I'm pissing arms. See, here's, here's, your, uh, here's your clue about that sentence. I haven't fucked a chick in three months. Where does that lead you? If you haven't fucked a chick in three months, what do you mean? Now, his sentence being that he hadn't fucked a chick in three months. Oh, so you have no idea who the hell he fucked. Yeah, so for those of you don't know about Tyler, like uh, our friend Tyler went to uh, went to one of these bars and met a girl. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I have to tell this story because I was there. Oh, okay, better yet, better yet. So, Tyler goes to this bar, says he's going to play, play pool. He calls me. 
uh, my ex-wife and I go up there because we're going to play pool with him and because I happen to love playing pool. Because fuck it. It's a fun game. I'm good at it. So, we show up at this bar and one of the bar girls walking around doing some weird ass thing with a light light up yo-yo like whatever I asked Tyler like yo what's up plays with yo-yos anymore that should have been no 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 like she was doing some kind of twirling dancing kind of thing with it again who the fuck does shit like that with yo-yos like yo-yos went out in the 90s Early 2000s. That should have been his first clue. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, this should... Uh, well, his first clue should have been that the, the girl had an Adam's apple. <laughs> oh, boy. This is going to get good. So, this girl is twirling this yo-yo, light-up yo-yo ball thing around. It, it, it almost looked like a bolo, because it was light-up ball yo-yo on both ends of the string. I have no idea what you're talking about. But anyway, keep going. So, twirling it around, kind of dancing with it, and on, right off the bat, I notice something's not right, because this girl has Adam's apple, and her tits are smaller than mine. Smaller? You weigh 116, dude. I, I weigh 125, thank you. Oh, well, okay, give or take. But, so, anyway... This girl is more flat-chested than the dude on Minecraft. And she's... Just they don't, some of those guys don't know what Minecraft is, dude. Anyway, she's flat as fuck. She's flatter than a, than a, than a parking lot. Yeah. So, she... Uh, my ex-wife comments to me, Hey, we need to go. After an hour or so of being there. Because one of Tyler and girl's mutual friends showed up, happened to be my ex-wife's, uh, or my, my ex-wife happened to be her cheerleading coach years back. And she leaned over and tells my ex-wife, you know that's a dude, right? Ha! My ex-wife looks at me, says, we need to go. So me, obviously, I've been playing pool. I haven't heard anything that's been going on. I'm just like, okay, she has to go. Maybe she's not feeling well. Whatever. We get in the car. She tells me what's going on with uh, old, old Tyler's girl. And uh, so I'm like, okay, um... I should call and tell him this because he is all into this girl. And then I remembered that Tyler told me he had been at this girl's house the night before. Oh, fuck. And slept with this girl the night before. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe he's into that shit. Fuck it. I'll let, I'm going to let him do what you do. More power to you, sir. You know what's so crazy about that whole story, though? Is that he had told Jack the night before that... He had told Jack the night before, he's like, Hey, I'm going to my girl's house, I'm getting my dick wet tonight! And everyone was like, yeah, good for you, nobody really gives a fuck, but okay. Yeah. Well, 
So, come to find out, Tyler straight up told the guys at work the next morning that two nights before, this girl had sucked his dick and, like, was the best he ever had at doing that, like, ever. And then, the night that I find out what the fuck's going on, and I bounce, thinking, okay, hey, you do what you do, I'm just, I'm out. Tyler goes to him, and the story that he tells is that he goes home with this girl, decides get a little handsy, she pulls her pants down, enough for him to put it in her butt. Big that boy. should have been his first giveaway. That it should have been his... Well, no girl openly says... Well, yeah, I mean, no normal girl's going to say, hey, let's have sex, but just fuck me in the ass because I don't want to do it in my vagina. No right. girl's going to say that. Right. Like, normal that's just girl. not normal. a thing. No normal girl. And so, he goes for the reach around... She kind of slaps his hand away, pushes his hand away, because she's not into that. Okay. Um, possibly I get that, but that's also a red flag. Um, so, later on, they go at it again. Girl pulls her pants down. Holy shit, there's a dick there. <laughs> Tyler goes back. When he went back to her even after he found out? Or yes. Found, you know what's crazy? Oh, you know what's also fucked up about that story? He literally said, like, dude, I saw this girl's dick. That dick was bigger than mine. Yeah, for That's real. What he this said. girl's dick was bigger than his. Ha! But, yes. Tyler goes back to this dude. Even after finding out she's a tranny? Yes. Are you sure about that? Because I heard the story that I, you found out and freaked out. Yep. Tyler told me this. Oh, fuck. Yes. Told me this. Personally. God damn. Why would you tell anyone that? I don't know. He's kind of retarded. Like, if I fucked a tranny and I was not into trannies... Which, it's funny about this, because uh, one of one of my NCOs, Devin... Yeah. Comes in the next morning, Tyler comes in, and we're all laughing our asses off. Tyler and Devin shows up, asks what the fuck everybody's laughing at. We make Tyler tell him the story. <laughs> Devin almost falls off the back dock laughing. He's like, fuck yes, this is starting to be, starting to feel like an infantry platoon again. Dude's fucking trainees and shit. <laughs> you know what's so crazy about that story is Tyler told Gabriel. He told Gabriel, oh, no, 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 he didn't tell, actually, no, never mind. He didn't tell Gabriel, he called his dad. He's like, yo, dad, I fucked a tranny. I was like, why the fuck would you tell your dad that you fucked a tranny? Like, if you are into trannies and you fucked her, I mean, like, I get that, but he's not into trannies. He's not into trannies. And it's like, why the fuck would you tell anyone, let alone your dad? 
And Gabriel overheard him, and Gabriel tells him, which Gabriel is the worst person to tell a secret to, because he's not hes not like one of those guys who tells everybody, but he's going to Gabriel's tell Gabriel's idea of keeping a secret is telling it one person at a time. Exactly, yes, thank you. He tells it to one person, the one person he trusts, and that one person tells it to another person they trust, and the next thing you no, know, no, no, no. knows. Gabriel will literally tell it to one person at a time. He'll go tell this person... And then, once he realizes that it's not going anywhere from there, he'll he go goes, tell this person. Yes! Like, he will go and find the person with the biggest mouth. If, and if it takes him six people to get to that person, he will go through six people telling each one of them this until he finds the person that will spread it for him. Here is, here's what's fucked up. So, Tyler fucked that uh, training about, a, about, when was that, like four or five months before we deployed? Was it six months? Uh, oh, easily. It's probably a year and a half ago. Okay, so yeah. So he fucked it long before we deployed. When we were... The 82nd Airborne replaced us on deployment. And literally not three days after they arrived, they came up to one of us and said, like, So who's this guy in your battalion I heard who fucked the training? <laughs> it's only been three days! It's, and they already know about it. And they're like, Oh, Tyler! And then it's literally like, Yeah, Tyler fucked the training. And everyone... And then literally the same thing happened when we were in... Uh, when we were where you guys were in Kandahar, the guy, Tyler said, like, everyone was coming up to him, it was, like, three days after they've arrived at the unit, after they've arrived in Kandahar, and they're like, hey, I heard someone in your guys' is up battalion fucked a tranny. Who was that? What was that like? And Tyler's like, oh, yeah, that was me. It's like, fucking three days! The 80, this, no. a, an entire brigade, or excuse me, an entire battalion of maybe 500 people show up, and in three days, they already know about this. <laughs> Wait, wait, so holy wait, fuck, wait. news travels fast. While we're semi on the subject, let's talk about the Romanian massage. The what? What is this story? I gotta hear this. So, our boy Jermaine. Oh, Jermaine. Yeah, yeah. okay. Jermaine fuck that, way, man. He's is. Such a shit bag. Jermaine is uh, acting as. Guardian Angel, uh, from you guys that don't know, basically a security guard. Guardian Angel is when you guard, uh, you take a high-ranking official, whether it be like, like it's usually a lieutenant colonel or a major. They've got to go meet with somebody else, and you go guard them. That's what either either uh, high-ranking military personnel or civilians depends on who's meeting who at, the, at, at that point in time. So Jermaine is the guardian angel for this particular individual. This individual happens to be a Romanian lieutenant colonel. So, Jermaine is kind of retarded and gets bored of his mission, wanders around, steps off into a couple of rooms next to him, comes back, holy shit, the guy he's supposed to be guarding is gone. Wow, what a piece of shit. It gets better. Oh, boy. Jermaine freaks out. Comes busting up in every door in the place that he can find, trying to hunt down this dude. Finally finds him. Opens this door. Holy shit, this Romanian lieutenant colonel has his lips around another, uh, around a fucking Afghani's dick. What? Holy fuck, are you kidding yes. me? Jermaine walked in on a Romanian lieutenant colonel sucking off an Afghani. <laughs> Holy 
Shit! There's never a fucking dull moment. Uh, no. <laughs> so, what do you do in that situation? Do you just pretend like? Do you just close the door and pretend like you didn't see that? Do you like say like, "What the fuck"? Or what? What, do you, what would you even do in that situation? Well, according to our battalion or our brigade seven, um, brigade seven, brigade seven brigade seven. Uh, for those of you who don't know, brigade is the non-commissioned officer, or uh, seven is the designation for non-commissioned officer over a certain unit. So a brigade seven is going to be the command sergeant major, like the command, like the sergeant major of the brigade. So that's what seven means. Brigade seven hears this story, and his first words were, "I'd have punched both those motherfuckers in the face." <laughs> Jermaine didn't think, either didn't think he had the authority to do that or just didn't think of doing that. And he just, like, backs out of the room and is like, that's, hey, well, I'm going to pull security here. That's pretty much what I would do. I, I, I would have run over and kicked him in the face. Like, oh, what the fuck? Yo, true story. I have this story for you. So, when we were down there in Afghanistan, my company's first sergeant literally walked into Tower, uh, I think it was, was it three? No. Yeah. It was either three or four, anyway. He literally caught two dudes butt-fucking each other. Literally, like, the first sergeant's just out, just making his rounds, because my company was in charge of, was in charge of perimeter security. So all, so, like, at random times, our first sergeant would just wander the perimeter. Not, like, wander, he would go drive around to the multiple towers just to make sure everyone was okay in the middle of the night. And he literally caught two dudes just dicking <laughs> ass, just butt-fucking <laughs> each other, like, balls slamming on ass cheeks and everything. He walked in on him doing this. Oh god! Whether they were, and he's just like, "What the fuck?" And we were all thinking, like, when we heard this story, we're like, "Holy shit!" And it's like, "What would you even do if you walked in on that?" And we were all like, "I feel like I would just close the door, walk away, come back in five minutes, and pretend I didn't just see that traumatizing event." But he literally walked in on two dudes and go figure their fags, which stands for field artillery guys. Go figure it out. <laughs> These two faggots are literally butt fucking each other in the tower. We all and they all. Hold, hold on, I gotta recover from this. <laughs> They're literally butt fucking each other in the tower. So they got sent home. Literally within a week, they were back home. Yo, that's all it took to go home. Yeah. This is literally what they told us when we first got there to Afghanistan. They said, like, if you are caught having sex with someone, you will be sent home and sent out of the army. And we all said, like, oh, uh, you all no, make that no, sound no. like that's such a bad thing. It's like, there's nothing. It's like, I can't <laughs> yeah, wait what's to the go. downside to this? Yeah, like, what's the downside to being sent home, bef- like, one month into deployment and not having to put up with the army's bullshit for the next three years? Yeah. But literally, that's he awesome. walked in on two dudes butt-fucking each other. <laughs> well... Jermaine decides to just pull security <laughs> because he doesn't know what else to do. I wouldn't know what to do either in that event. That's exactly what I would have done. And then once once the uh, once the Romanians meeting meeting quotations yeah meeting um, is over with, they head back to the truck. We drop the guy off, and Jermaine tells the story. And some of our guys dubbed said act. A Romanian massage. Which is what so, it is known by in our company since that the Romanian time. Romanian massage. <laughs> you know, that's a that's a question we can ask new guys. Have you ever had a Romanian massage? What's a Romanian massage? 
Ha! Let me tell you. Oh, Jermaine is of, such a piece of shit. Some though. of our platoon has already heard this story. Jermaine is such a piece of shit, though. I don't. I'm oh, so, dude. You know what's so bad? That piece of shit, literally, when he found out he was like, he's being kicked out of the army. When he says, like, I would have rather just ratted my contract out, you know, because I'm kind of pissed because I do enjoy being in Army. It's like, don't play that bullshit game, you piece of shit. You look for every opportunity to go AWOL. Like, you are literally the... You deserve to be killed. You are the biggest piece of shit I have ever met in my life. Yeah, I mean, the dude literally got himself stuck... Or said he was stuck in his home state and missed the flight... To deploy to Afghanistan. Now, I understand. There's a lot of people that are scared to death of deployment. I was scared. I told my first sergeant when I deployed. I said, Sergeant, I am scared as fuck right now. I'm really nervous. And he just said, that's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way, folks. If you listen, there's nothing wrong with being scared as fuck to be, to be deployed. It's normal. I wouldn't know. I wasn't scared. I was just like, fuck it. Maybe I'll get to kill some people. Yeah. Um, but... That, folks, again, that's different story. I'm a very specific type of individual. I am always angry. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, there's a good chance that I'm possibly insane, so we're going to leave that as it is. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we totally just, like, it, it's a normal thing to be afraid of. Uh, it's you're going to a country that you've never been to. You're going to a different country to begin with. Um, its inhabitants are completely hostile. They hate you. Even if, if you ever go to Afghanistan and they try to say there's certain people who love you, no, nobody loves you in that country. Everybody hates you. In yeah, that country. I mean, the children are gonna throw rocks at you. Um, the adults may be sneaky about it and act like they like you. They don't. But they don't. They'll be sending their three-year-old up to stab you with a knife while pretending to ask for candy or a pencil or whatever else they decide to ask for. Um, so, yeah, it's it's definitely normal to be scared of deployment. Um, it's, it's a life-changing thing. Um, there's... There's a lot of the changes about you personally during a deployment that uh, not a lot of people realize. Um, you know, we, we are getting a little off topic here, dude. Anyway, back to what Jermaine was saying. Oh, yeah. So, Jermaine, um, but yeah, that was basically the story. Jermaine came back, told his story. Everybody got a good laugh, and we decided to dub that the Romanian Massage, which is where that term came from. And where it is now completely known for the rest of time as uh, in our company, but uh, yeah, folks, we're gonna we're gonna shut it off for the night. Um, Mark and I have have somewhere to be, but uh, it has it has been a fun time. This has actually been experience. pretty good. Though. I've actually enjoyed this. I yeah. really hope the audience, when they first hear this podcast, if they ever find it, actually enjoys it too, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to find a way to get this out a little bit without sharing it on social media so I, it doesn't like show up as who I am. But um, 
yeah, this has been very enjoyable. Uh, it's been a learning experience for sure, like trying to keep names and things <laughs> out of this conversation. Uh, like I've actually had to think about this. It is. But, uh, yeah, guys, it's it's been great. Um, so this is episode one. Um, once again, uh, I will reiterate, we do want your opinions on what we should name this podcast aside from what veterans talk about. Especially, or, we're actually in the infantry, in case y'all are wondering, we're Army Infantry, United States Army Infantry. So, we're trying to avoid giving it the name that tells everybody, hey, these guys are in the Army. So, if, if somebody happens across that and discovers that information, great, but we'd rather not advertise it if we can help it. So... Anyway, yeah. Uh, and we are here for you, folks. Like, we want to talk about the stuff that you want to hear. Like, if you guys want to hear us hear, like, a veteran's, like, an infantryman's opinion on a debatable topic, a sensitive topic, or, like, you just want to hear us talk about fucked up shit, we will talk about that. Like, you could send us, like, hey, I want to hear what you guys think of strawberry milkshakes, which we're not going to get into that, but, you know, just example. We're going to talk about shit like that. So, yeah. Feel free to uh, send us any feedback whatsoever you have. Good or bad, we don't care. Good or bad, uh, anything will be a learning experience for us. So, anyway, we're going to sign off for the night. Uh, It has been a pleasure. Again, this is Mark and Daniel signing out.